I would like to procure the bag. I want to be a rich bitch. Penthouse doorman. Money, 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 rich bitch. Hey, hey, give me that bag. Rich bitch. You're so rich. A bunch of dildos. Just a bunch of dildos. Cusets and what's it? Galore. You want a dildo on the box? I've got 20. I got 20. I've got flashlights <laughs> for special nights. Oh my god! But I'm I want whore. more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a whore. All of Dude, it. We no. should totally we do. Should, oh my is, god! This is quite the start out for our season it one closer. It's part of the season vibe. one closer. Season yeah. one, season one closer. You guys, we weren't sure if we were going to do a season one break to season two. But we right. had a hell of a year and we're both kind of fried oh. and we need a minute. So we're going to we're going to this is going to be our closing grand finale of our I want to be a rich bitch season one. And then we are going to be kicking off in February for season two, which we're super excited about. We have a lot of really cool things going to come at you for the new year for 2024, mm-hmm. one of which will maybe be an in-person situation for our New York and tri-state <gasps> area babies. Yes, baby. Yes, baby. We're yes. so excited. We just literally had a meeting right before this about all of the things, and <laughs> we're jazzed. Was that was that a meeting or was that more of a uh, therapy session? But yes, it was. That was bo- a it was like listen with us. It's always both. <laughs> it's always both. Yes. It's meeting. Same it's parts. therapy. Yeah. It's like yep. You know, it's all the things. But yeah. I love it. It's been yeah. quite quite a week, even for the both of us. So let's mm. break it down, Sarah. How have you been? A rich bitch. How have I been a rich bitch? Well, I have, without getting too specific, uh, have uh, openly declared my worth. And when something that I feel was supposed to happen did not, I didn't, I'm not staying in the room for, for, I'm not going to be in a club that doesn't want me, or I'm not going to be anywhere that I'm not truly valued for who I am and what I have to offer. And that's something that can translate to all our lives. You know, you shouldn't be with people and friends that don't value you for who you are. You shouldn't be with colleagues or in situations, professional, uh, where you're not valued. And, um, you know, even though I find that I already live that thing every so often, you'll find yourself in a situation where like, Ooh, Ooh. okay. It's not exactly what I thought was going down. So I think I'm going to just chill. Well, you know? I think, so I, I think, think that's, that's very rich bitch behavior. A hundred percent. And I also think it's something that people who are in creative fields tend to do anyway, because there's that holdout and that promise of like, uh, of like, if you do this work, you will get the thing. Whether that's like, if you, you know, work at enough, do enough regional and you get enough press and you do nothing, you'll book Broadway. If you get in the room with the right people, you'll you know book broadway if you, like or the tv show or whatever whatever the thing is it's always like this dangling carrot and it's one of the reasons why i've tried to get so far away from it because i don't like the dangling carrot feeling it doesn't feel good no, and i don't do that you don't need the dangling carrot to make good work you can do that on your own with people that you love know and trust so like maybe maybe that's and something i've always learned too and this is i've always but i've always believed in myself which is and i know who i am and even with that, that sometimes makes people feel weird or like you're somehow commenting on how they feel about themselves when in reality, I'm just doing me. Uh, but something that I've always uh, felt too is that there's always that period where maybe you didn't get an opportunity or maybe you knew you were the right thing for the right thing, right job or whatever, whatever. 
and that wasn't seen. There's almost always like months later where people are like, oops. Yeah. Oh, we fucked up. And that's going to happen. Whatever <laughs> fact's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't enjoy that. No, you know? it's not a so, good feeling. Um, and I feel like, no. again, creatives tend to subject themselves to that a lot. And it's it's yeah. good to be aware of it. It's good to be conscious of when it's happening. And it's yeah. good to take steps towards not tolerating it anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if, and if, and honestly, like if you did your, if you're doing your best, do everything you can, don't worry what those bitter hearts or whatever that fucking lyric is. Just don't worry about it. Just do you be incredible and don't settle for anything less than main character energy. I'm not here for that. Yeah. I'm not a substitute. I'm Sarah motherfucking seeds. So yeah, that's she that. Is. That's mm-hmm. that. How are you? being a rich bitch how am i being a rich bitch you know the last couple weeks obviously we've talked about my new job and all the things and how the money's the money's coming in and all that it doesn't feel like it because i'm playing catch up of like months of not being able to like fully cover all of the bills so like that's but you're catching up but i'm catching up which is which is feeling feeling quite good and it is also um that kind of in tandem with um the year coming to an end and having a very breakneck roller coaster kind of year uh yeah (laughs) and uh just taking a look at that and and allowing myself to feel how I feel about it and also in turn be very proud of myself I had someone tell me in my dms the other day on instagram like this has been such a banner year for you and I was like has it because jesus I feel like I've been run over twice but there are parts of it that absolutely that is true. Um, and and I think that um, there was a podcast I was on called Are You Happy? And they do this kind of man on the street thing where they walk up to people and they ask them, are you happy? And if I remember correctly, my answer to this question on the podcast was, I don't actually believe in happiness in the way that we commercially consume happiness. Because, and yeah. I'll use this year as an example to tie into what we're talking about. I had so many great things happen oh, yeah. that that oh, yeah. I did that I did myself or other people helped me do that elevated me and my book, Cancer Musical Theater and Other Chronic Illnesses. Please go buy a copy. And um <laughs> pick it up today. Barnes and Noble and also the drama bookshop in on New York West City. 39th Street. Yeah. Um, but all of those things were wonderful and I loved them. And yeah. I, I really really purposefully tried to take in that moment and like be present for that moment so that I could appreciate it and, and whatnot. And then there were other things that happened that were not so great. And so the the concept in my mind that, that we commercially consume happiness as is that you have to be happy and ecstatic all the time. And I just don't believe in that because we change hour to hour, minute to minute. And I could be happy one minute and then something could come along and might change that. And to a point, yes, of course, you're in charge of your own feelings and how you react to things fine. But like sometimes you just can't help but feel a way that is not happiness about something that is going on around you environmentally or otherwise. And And you're allowed because I feel like just blanket happiness is very surface too. You know, like, completely. Just, I'm just happy. It, and like, okay, but right. What and else? it kind like, of ties into that like toxic positivity moment, you know, like, and that's kind yeah. of not, it's not sustainable. It's, it's not, not nourishing. Sustainable. You it, need... it, it'll burn the fuck out of you. So anyway, all of that to say that I am taking a look at the year in hindsight and, and trying to really 
granularly appreciate the things that were good and that I am really proud of and that have moved the needle forward for me and trying to be fully at peace with the things that were not. And that is my current rich bitch activity Mm. of like, just, just filtering in the good and filtering out, not even filtering out, but just kind of like neutralizing the not good. Um, or right. The, it feels or like the, um, you're just not being driven by fear, you know, or anything that happened. And I, and right? I try not you're to just be driven ever. by whatever. Yeah, yeah, I try. I try to not ever be driven by fear. But this year For has source, been yeah. a whole a whole lot of ups and downs in like very, very high ups in a very down period of time and vice versa. Um, yeah. And so that's that's my rich bitch behavior is just kind of appreciating what has happened this year and where I have landed now. Uh, and I'm That's not mad great. about it. And it makes me, it genuinely no. makes me excited for 2024 and the things to come. I think that it's years like this. And I think that's a great, wonderful way to be a rich bitch because all we can do is take what has happened and just that and let it either take us down or let us learn or uh, become stronger, more resilient bad bitches that we are. And I know for me, like and it's years like this. Bitches. So <laughs> bad bitches well that's actually what i said the other day after this this interesting weekend i had was i literally walked in the door and i said i just hate it when people just don't want a bad bad bitch to succeed (laughs) and mike was like this is why i wanted to marry you anyway yeah yeah, so um but yeah so i agree i i totally agree it is it is so important to accept reality and take it in but also know that some of these awful things that we went through this year kind of make you go like wait did i have a great year and then you look at all the good things that happen you're like oh my god yeah i mean appearance wise for sure and also like yeah i had a lot of wins and so did you this year through hard difficult things and those are the kind of ones these are the kind of years where you're going to remember and be like that was a year i grew or it was about to really pop off i am growing yeah. it just was like a step in the or growth direction the year that i almost lost my shit <laughs> yeah because don't you well that's why like that's why i always feel like movies and films and i love good a good writer will always write a film where if it's a drama or, or anything really uh or a tv series where there's the darkness just before the dawn right there's always that like there's always that like moment where you're like this could literally go any direction i could literally lose it right now but then you don't but then you don't you get past um so so as an exercise for our listeners let's recap our year let but let's let's not talk about like the bad shit let's acknowledge and move on but let's talk about like chronologically speaking for us what was like a really amazing thing that happened to you this year that stands out as like the, the shining moment in your year that you want to take with you into 2024 cool I mean, off the off the bat, I got signed by um, some agents, uh, another agent, because um, I have a I'm assembling my team, y'all. She got a lit person, she got a, a you know a manager, all this stuff, but uh, commercial. But like having signing with another legit person on another coast happened right before the end of the year, so it wasn't until the start of the year where I really started to reap those benefits and getting these opportunities and feeling like, uh, you know, I love having female and I love male too, but I love having female reps that get me. Maybe we have the same kind of vibe because I'll just, I just noticed that I'm going out for really exciting things and like learning so much. So I kind of started my year off. Like I was like, I just want to give, I keep saying this, but that main character energy, my goal is not to be 
who is that? Blah, blah, blah. It's Sarah motherfucking seeds. And I want to make sure that I am becoming that. Am I publicly as well as like, as a person. So like my yeah. kickoff thing was like all the auditions and the dope things that happened in the beginning and the opportunities really, that's what I love is the opportunities. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mine didn't happen until later in the year. And, and mm-hmm. it's not to say that there weren't things that I was very proud of in the beginning of the year. I had a lot of podcast interviews, there, yeah, was a, there was one week that I did like 12 in a week. It was, it was nuts. Like I was going hard on those. Yeah. Um, and I love doing them. And I'm so, I just got a DM about another one, like while we were right before we were assembling for this. And, uh, you know, so I'm very happy with that. But my, my shining star for this year was the billboard. It was the time. Oh yeah. Oh, well, that I was... could give a shining star, but yeah, that's, oh yeah. I mean, that's, incredible. that's I mean... the thing I want to carry with me into next year and just take a moment on the regular to recognize that that's the thing that I did and it happened. And there is photographic evidence. <laughs> it was a, so it was anytime, a bop. It was a bop. And every time that I feel a little self-doubt or a little like, what are you doing? I I get to look at that and be like, fuck yeah, you did that. You're 100% right. No, that was huge. That was huge. It literally um, was. It was 30. It was three stories. <laughs> she was big. Yeah. It was 33 Size feet. Queens. 33 feet of mm. my face. <laughs> looming. Mm, we love that. Looming over Times Square right on the side of the equity building, which I thought was also a huge element. Here's Edwards. Yeah. Johnny. Um, um, here's Johnny. But yeah, I mean, that was cool. that was my big one. Give me, an, give me another one. Let's have it. Yeah, I have, I have, a, I have a bunch. Okay. So, uh, in March, so I'm trying to start from the beginning. In March, I produced and and shot an entire TV pilot. Entire, yeah, entire yeah, you thing. did. I can't believe that was <laughs> so, all the way back in March. That feels like that just. It happened. was in March. Yeah, I know. That's right? crazy. Well, tell me about it. Um, and uh, also, we uh, really got far in post production for another film that I wrote and that I wrote and produced and star in. So those are things that are going to be done very soon. Um. And I feel like, yeah, creating really good stuff uh, that could be picked up any minute. It could be, it's just wild that it's all physically done. It's like physically a thing. We just got our final cut for the the diner pilot and uh, we're pretty much picture locked for bathing the night. And now it's just like getting the other pieces like this sound and certain things judged. And then it's kind of ready to go, which is wild. So that's like shooting stuff and, and really from the ground up is is a huge task but it's so rewarding so that's my next one i love it um okay my next one is probably um so when i when i it's all of this is going to have to do with my book for the most part (laughs) that's great no it it should because a book is a a process it was a process and i'm so proud of it this time around i for listeners who are not aware i actually wrote this book in 2016 into 2017 and i self-published it on amazon and i was so embarrassed about it because some people uh let me know that there were editing mistakes and things within the manuscript and like of course there were i couldn't afford a copy editor and i couldn't like i had friends do it and i went through and i like we had this whole day where i like made charcuterie boards and i gave them alcohol and they all sat in my apartment and went through different sections of the book and did edits and then i went through each copy that i had printed out for them and i manually changed all the things and when i sent it off to the printers the say the changes didn't all get saved for some reason and so i had all these physical copies of books that had fuck ups in it and it, it like it really felt bad so i hid that book for a really long time after like the the publishing of it all and like the amazon of it all which was a frustrating process 
Um, I hid oh, it. Tell me. Mm-hmm. I just kind of like buried it and didn't want to do anything with it. And so it was it was this past year that getting that book into the drama bookshop where it was rejected last time. I like tried to get it in in 2017 and they told me no. And so this time around, having it go in there wow. and having it be up front on the front table. Oh, it is there, up front, gal. It is up front, baby. And so like that, baby. that to me, that and the billboard, you know, we did those kind of in tandem on the same day as like an event or whatever. But like those two things are like my my feel good moments for this year. <laughs> That's fantastic. No, that's a huge. And also, like, I like that you are mentioning that getting there wasn't like, okay. It yeah, was it like, wasn't no. just like I sent an email. It was uh, like sh- feelings of shame or like, I can't, it's not ready or like, I yeah. feel somewhat not like I, sh- maybe it's not ready. The thing is, is like you decided, you looked in the mirror and you said, nah, it's ready. Let's yeah. do it. You well, know, and, also and you had I- to decide that. And also I was in a different financial situation where I could afford to have someone go sure. through it publicist. in an official capacity yeah. and editor, then also right. hire the pu- editor and, and hire a publicist, which is has yeah. been an eye-opening experience in a lot of ways. And, you know, that, that was, you know, I, I will continue and always pat myself on the back for the drama bookshop moment and the Times Square billboard moment. So that was my pride oh. this year. <laughs> that was my pride Love. weekend. That, oh my god pride was amazing okay we'll get to that yeah. um literally uh my next thing i really loved was that um you know on the stag after official youtube they propped me up and had a whole talk that i did about pitch decks and it was yes, called the pitches the pitch back. back we love and it was dude i had thousands of people in my dms sending me like wow this really made me my favorite part about it was not that i got a bunch of clients because that was cool too but the point of it was actually to make people like because I wasn't having trouble getting clients really, but it was more like, I just wanted people that are like, have a great idea, make it, you know, make a pitch deck, make, get at least get it out. And you'd experience that yourself making your first pitch deck, which is a big thing for you, which I think you should talk about, but making your first pitch deck, doesn't one. that, isn't it? Inc- <laughs> okay, great. Well, good, it's seamless. Um, I knew that, uh, but it's like that whole experience of doing that. I want people to experience that because it really makes your idea come alive. You really start thinking of it in a very tangible way and a very real way. And not, not only does it make it like in your mind, something that's possible, but it's like organizing it in such a way that, it, that you get to learn as you're doing it. Storytelling. I think it's so important. So that's why I did it. Cause really a lot of the DMS too, were just like, wow, I learned so much. Thank you for doing this. It really helped me. And like, there's a lot of people, especially like queer folks or people of color or people whose stories like haven't been heard enough. Cause as we know, there's sometimes a lack in content, not just because of the strike, which I'll get to in a little bit, but you know, it's like, it's just such a whitewash slash. Um, if there is something that is different, then everyone just copies it. So it feels like we're not hearing all these stories that really are interesting and quirky and, and fascinating or just something different. And the best way to do that is to teach people how to do it. So that's why I wanted to do that. So that really was amazing to be propped up by my union and have a whole talk dedicated to me talking yeah. about decks. And I, about ducks. Big old ducks. But we Huge love a big ducks. duck. Um, oh, yeah. And it's called The Pitch is Back. And it's on YouTube on their official uh, Seg After channel. Thank you. Yes. And that is the perfect transition into my next one, which is the pitch deck for my book. Uh, oh, yes. Ser- the, we're, t- we're adapting for a series. And mm-hmm. that whole process was so 
fascinating because like you saw the original and how every page was basically the same and I tried to make it very organized and pretty in that way and then we just kind of went in there and fucked it up and like listener Sarah is the queen at this I like just just reach out to her um it looks so good and I am so proud oh. of it. And I've had so many people that we sent it to tell them, tell me that it's one of the, their favorite pitch decks they've ever seen or that they loved it so much and it really stands out. And so hearing that from people who don't owe me anything to tell me one way or really? another um, has been really fabulous. And I'm, I'm really, really excited to move into 2024 with that pitch deck and all the things that we have cooking cooking in the background for uh cooking for that (laughs) yeah no but i also want to you know to piggyback on that too i also want to commend you because as a pitch deck person curator myself it's it's not very often where i can give because i'm making the deck and usually i know what notes to give myself it's usually they're just saying things like oh i see the story going this way great well we'll make sure the deck meets that Mm -hmm. but you were very good at taking like my feedback and just running with it. It was like not even an issue. I think there's something really amazing about that. I think that's something that not a lot of people have. Yeah. Well, and I I learned early that it's always better to go into a situation assuming that you don't know everything. Yeah. Oh God. Especially yeah. if the person that you're talking to knows like and has knows what they're doing and has been doing this for a really long time i've always been like that as an actor i have been like that as a, a person in the workforce i will always go in there being like tell me what to do learn teach me learn her right get her to the school or, yes. you know like get me teach. get me learned um because read, it, th- read me because like, cer- libraries certainly open. certainly i could walk into creating a pitch deck and being like oh i know what i'm doing and put it together and then we saw what that looked like. And then we had to go back. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't like it was, it just wasn't going to pop like it did. And the fact that you, you know, I said, Hey, this is the issue I have with it. It's so good though. I see where you're going. You know, the idea and I'm sure it's, and also like, again, a pitch deck starts one way, but it can end so differently as you, as you come up with more ideas. Oh, oh my God. Sh- you were like, it certainly did. Oh, absolutely. It, it's turned a great corner and it was just like, yes like camp for the god in the best way we love in the best way we're obsessed so anyway i just wanted to commend you on that so i think that's wonderful i guess the next one for me this one is not really it's kind of not chronological but kind of is it was around the time right before the strike because i'll get to the strike that was a i feel like that was actually like a a good thing but i'll I'll get it i'll I'll get into that good thing in terms of like what i took from it doesn't mean it was a good thing but it was whatever yeah i know um just like when you talk about your cancer journey, like you never would have been the same person if you hadn't, you know, so it's not like you're saying like, 100%. recommend it, everybody get it. Right. But like everyone saying, get like, cancer. It'll change your life for the better. I'm like, <laughs> everyone uh, have to fight for your living wage, like for six Yay. months. No, mm. don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, I, I say no, thank you for that. But um, my other one was the much, the amount I traveled. Do you remember the first half of the year? Oh my I God, you were never here. Like nine different states and pay. I mean, it was like, oh, yeah, I kind of forgot about that. We want her in Nashville. You were everywhere. Everywhere. And my medallion status on Delta just was like, hey, bitch, you want those better seats, bitch? And I was like, yes. And it's my first year of my life getting, right? It's my first year of my life getting like a fabulous medallion status on Delta because I've just been booked and blessed. And I was just like, this is iconic. Like, these are things that I wasn't even like, 
there's one actually a goal of mine, but it actually was because I was like, once it happened, I was like, oh man, I've been trying to get like the good seats and get on fat and more. He- and here we are. And, and here we are. And uh, <laughs> and get paid while I do it because all my miles were from me getting paid. They were like trips I had to book and blah blah blah. Yeah. blah. So. I think that was really cool. And when to loop that in, just so I don't go on a tangent on like 500 travel things, it was also a great year for me to travel and go on vacation with my family. Like we went to the Smoky Mountains and it was beautiful and and breathtaking, like a $5 million view from this house that my dad uh, rented on Verbo. Shout out, not a sponsor. Um, But it was just magical. And I think travel is so important. So it was cool to be booked and blessed traveled, but also to be traveled and, re- and relaxed while you did with, it with so, the fam that's me with yeah. the fam i love a good relaxing vibe but i also love a good booked and blessed bitch because that's a rich bitch absolutely anyway. um i think my next one is gonna be uh, there's so much to, there's so much to center around pride weekend for me this year it was a big weekend oh my god um, i have to talk about it too then well yeah, and i think amazing. i think we're gonna have a, the same one here but it was it was me marching <laughs> in my first pride parade i'd never done that before i in, in fact i avoid them most of the time because it's such a chaotic mess um i never go to the parade yeah. <laughs> i never go to the events like i just it's it's one of those things that i i quote unquote don't care about in that sense because it's so hard to yeah. get around it's just like blah. It's so commercially too right there's like yeah. you're like we're here to talk about equality and, and loving someone and then you're like but and also budweiser <laughs> 20 dollars shots and you're like what? yeah What's going but on? Anyway. but like it was such a great experience and it it you know and obviously you're going to jump in on this too because it was with sag after that i got to um yeah. march with with you which was amazing and thank you for that experience but it was also oh, yeah like seeing the like New Yorkers like on the sidewalks, like in their beautiful little pride outfits, like screaming and cheering and doing all the things and just acting crazy, climbing scaffolding, hanging out of windows. Like it was just a yes. perspective of pride that I'd never seen before. <laughs> it's such a good time. Like feet were killing me. It was hot as balls, but we had such a oh, great so time. And I cannot yes. thank you enough for that. And that was absolutely a highlight of my year for sure. I agree entirely. It was such a vibe to, and I've been in the parade. <clears throat> I've been in a couple parades, uh, but not the pride parade in a very long time. And I was really excited to do it again this year because it was like way before even COVID is the last time I was able to march with them on that day. And I wasn't booked on anything and it just made sense. Um, that was so much fun. And I think there was something about the fact that we're all with other artists. We're all here to support, you know, people loving who they love and why is the world so hateful a lot of the times and there's so much no 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 this felt like just a yes week everything was just like it's all good we're all here we're all human right um and coming down the village you know and seeing stonewall and just like going down Oh, that turning that corner and just people were like cheering and just like everybody was living there were were two of those moments for me one it was right at the flat iron uh, yes. walking down into the like the the high teens in Chelsea and then turning that corner on to Christopher Street that like I just was living oh. it was just so good and like again a different perspective that I'd never seen before of the pride parade like the few times that I had gone before I was like smashed up against a wall in like 30 people right. deep crowds like just oh, get away and you can't cross the street you have to go down 25 blocks and come back and cross and come back it's just terrible so like, I was so glad to have that 
as a cap and then also be, you know, with an organization that I care and like about, care about and like, yeah. you know, like it's yeah. just, it's so easy, I'm sure, to get onto a float that you're just like, I just want to be on a float and I don't care what it is. And it's like, yeah, it's, uh, it's fair like, enough, whatever. Uh, you know, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was <laughs> smeared off. Oh, high know, school so flashbacks. Oh, no. I hate everything about it. Yeah. Smirnoff no, was the first right. alcohol I'd ever had in my life. Oh, my God. It was the early you. odds. You know how it goes. No, no, no. Uh, mine was definitely worse. It was probably not even Smirnoff level. It was probably like Azima. trying to think it was like Goldschlag. Ooh, I had Goldschlager. Oh, really, I, I had that too. And I thought I was God. so bougie. And then when so I'm throwing bougie. up gold flakes the next day, I'm like, uh, right? They're like, oh, the gold. <laughs> they're like, oh, the gold flakes like cut your throat just so the the alcohol gets in faster. It's like, oh God, why are we doing this? There's a picture of me what's drunk. wrong with us. There's a picture of me drunk ass passed out on my friend Rainey's floor, uh, barely in clothes. This was a whole night, and I won't get into it. But it was it mm-hmm. the, it That's was like the tequila night for me in high school. It was yeah. this. It was the not the smear off. It was the Goldschlager's fault. <laughs> It always is. The bitch is toxic. Yeah. Um, So, yes. No, no, no. But anyway, Boone's Farm and all that. Anyway, so, yeah, I'm just, it was nice to be, like, celebrating all week, too. And I got to go to a rooftop concert and see Trixie Mattel, which is one of my favorite drag queens. I do think it is, though, um, homophobic that uh, it's so hot during that month because (laughs) these drag queens are melting. They Honestly, like, why? Why but is listen, pride in the hottest fucking month? But it's fine. I feel like listen, Mother Nature was a little homophobic. It. It's the balance. Yeah. It's the balance. The drag queens are melting, but then all the hotties are like barely clothed. So like, it's a. You're it's right. A, you okay, know. never mind. What am I doing? Yeah, we here I am the, coming we in. We have the push pull of it all. <laughs> you're right. You're right. There's a balance. There always is. It's always a give and take. Okay, you're there right. Never is. mind. It's it needs to always be in June. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to yeah. think of other things. Like, obviously, I know that there are other things that I'm I'm super happy about and that were highlights of the year. I'm just having a hard time thinking of them outside of these. Like I, I know a few for you. I could okay, go on right, and I have let's a few go. for me. Let's go. Well, first off, your job. Oh my God, my job. <laughs> <laughs> your freaking job. My dude. freaking yeah, job. Yeah. That's let's talk about that. I mean, we've talked about this a little bit on the show before, but like this has been, it was such a long time coming. I had been mm-hmm. temping at this company on and off for months. And then a position opened and HR reached out to my recruiter and was like, him, we want him. Um, because I had made a name for myself um, within yes, the within the company and I got it. And I was a little surprised I got it, to be honest, because I knew that they were seeing other candidates. And it wasn't until the day before I got the offer that they were like, there's one other person that they're looking at. You're their, you're their first choice and whatever. And then I pushed the, I'm interviewing other places and I will take the first thing that comes my way. And the next day I got the offer and I was so like, I cried. I had a moment. I'm so like grateful to be there. I can't even tell you. You were really hustling too. There's no one who could say you didn't try, 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 try try to get a job. And slightly quasi off subject here, but like in, within the same vein of people looking for jobs I certainly have friends that are still looking who have been looking for longer than I have or who just recently started and I cannot tell you I cannot stress enough get a recruiter they're amazing they're they have real jobs that are really looking that are you're vetted through them and then the person hiring already has the vetted system down 
And then right. also when you have those recruiters, follow up with them weekly. It doesn't matter if your availability hasn't changed. It doesn't matter if what you want hasn't changed. Send them an email. I sent, I scheduled emails every Sunday night to go out Monday morning at eight o'clock to all 12 or 13 of my recruiters to be like, hey, happy Monday. I just wanted to let you know that I'm still looking for blah, blah, blah. Or I'm working on this day and this day at this place and this day and this day at this place. But anything outside of that, this is what I'm prioritizing. Like, And I just would write them a little paragraph and be like, have a great week. And then if something would change about the following week or or that week in the middle of the week, I'd email them again and let them know, like, here's the update. And that is how I was able to be on the top of all of their lists for everything. And I was getting offers to do like short little extent, like moments here you and were. there constantly because I was you were on putting in the FaceTime. Yes. Yeah. And that's anyway. what I think ultimately got you the job because you were putting yourself out there and you were, well, of course it is. And you were, you know, temporarily working for some of these places. And then they were like, shit, we love him. Why yeah. have we not hired him? And yeah. also, so, within, mean, makes- also within the company, the people that I was working with, I would let them know that I was up for this position and that, and they, with the culture of that company, for whatever reason, were like, I'm, I'm going to send an email on your behalf. Oh my God, yes. And it was really leveraging the network internally that got me that position as well. And I'm, I love them. It has been a joy so far. It's been super easy, Wonderful. much to my surprise. And I love them and I cannot express enough how grateful I am for that. So yes, thank you for reminding me of that. I can't believe I Yeah. Almost... <laughs> I was like, that's like the fucking hello <laughs> job. Hello. Uh... Hello job. Hi job. Um. So yeah. And I was going to say for me, you know, obviously the strike of it all. Um, yes. I've never in my life been part of such like an activist part. I have been an activist before, but nothing to the level where I was a leader, absolutely a leader in, in this movement um, and, and fighting back and then winning. Yeah. Uh, what really, it really was so fucking unbelievable that it was six months and it was so many days of my life, like marching, chanting. I know we've talked about this, but like, it was a really huge growth thing for me because it activated a, the, really the activation happened in my brain to the point where I was just like, yeah, this is so important. This does impact me, but also impacts everybody, not only everybody. in this industry, but in the literal like labor world, it really made a difference this summer, us being on strike and then, and then winning. Um, it really got me a lot of, um, I don't know. It just really, it really built me as a person. I really, I really think it's very important that instead of letting it destroy me, and I, in fact, looked at it as an opportunity to get what we need and fight for what is right and use every inch of my self and uh, social media and all these like networks I've created and I'm a part of now, and it just means a lot to me that people not just me, but like people were really activated for this. It just felt very um, unifying. And, uh, you know, and now that we're coming up to the ratification of contract, which hopefully will be ratified, I think it will. I really do. Um, It has to, it's just so dumb if it isn't. Um, And historically. So uh, once that's done, I'll be done that chapter. And I think it's really fun to, look at where I was and where I am now. And, uh, you know, honestly, dude, it was just so great to show up for the union and then to be featured so much, uh, to be given so many opportunities, but also like just my friends in the, in the industry and everything 
we're all watching. Everybody has been now been like, Sarah, I saw you there like all the time. And it really made me feel better because I know you and I know you would never like you're in because you feel this way about it. And I trust that it's what needs to be done because you're there and it makes me feel. Yeah. I don't know. It was just a really cool. It's a really cool uh, growth and leadership that I that I can only go forward with. So. Great. It was hard. It yeah. was very hard, but it, the reason I'm bringing it up as a good thing is only because it, it, I feel like it, because we won, it really, it really changed the world. So it's going to change the world. For sure. has done. Um, yeah. I think my next one is a more recent one. Literally this weekend, um, I went to Dances with Films to see my friend Anthea in her movie, Cheryl. Uh, that she Work. and her husband wrote and produced together. They Ugh. did a whole they did a whole crowdfund thing that I was a part of. Um, and I mean I contributed in that. That's what I meant by part of. And uh, yeah. it was so that's great. part of. <laughs> she was she yeah. was the best thing on screen. She was so solid. I was so proud of her. They did a little talk back afterwards about the process of putting it together. And her husband wrote the the screenplay and the music and she had a song on there that was like amazing. Like she's, I'm, I'm so impressed with her and I'm so grateful for her. And I had an insane night with Byerkley, who is a Tony winning or nominated actress on Broadway, original chorus line member uh, of the Broadway company back in the seventies. She's, she's the short Asian woman in the Turkey Lurkey video that everyone watches every Thanksgiving. Uh... Um, yeah. she's a legend and happened to be there because she knew Anthea. And so me and my friend David ended up spending the entire night with her. She lives in the neighborhood. We shared an Uber home. Like it was just a magical evening and it made me want to do more, which was one of the things that we were talking about beforehand of just going to more events like that. And just because I had such a good time and I want more of that in my life. Yes. So that's Be surrounded by that. Yes, yes. It was such a good thing. It was such a good thing. And it was such a, a moment where I was like, I need to go to more of these. I love this. It was great. That's true because because of just picking up on it's like me speaking at certain festivals became a thing yeah. this year and that was so because it's like you're being you're being part of it and also like adding to it and also like meeting people and also like, like I missed that and it's so weird because we're so zoomed now I know we're doing yeah. this on Zoom so I have a credit right now but um but she well, had a long night there's, okay? some, there's something to that there's something to that too great but, but I know what you mean yeah. Like it's being, it's the the physicality of it all to be right in the room with everybody is so unifying, but yeah, I agree. That's, that's something to do. And I'm so glad that we have some great stuff planned and also like in our own lives, like, um, not just in our world, but like beyond, you know, going to more things and doing more things. I think that's going to be fabulous. So yeah, that's going to be my, I'll tell you what my next one is. I better know what it is. My next one is making this podcast. That was my next one too, but I was hoping that you were going to say your engagement. <laughs> no, I'm going to do that. I know I was going to do that last. I, that has to be the finale. That just I mean, happened. of course. Well, my this this was going to be my finale because what I was going to say okay. is, we'll, is we'll talk about the podcast and then we'll talk about my finale. Yes, yes, yes. So, finale. so from my perspective, I am also grateful for this podcast because not that we weren't friends before, but it really put us together on the map together. Um, and yeah. I love that, and I love you, and I love doing this, and I mm. think this is so much fun in in so many ways for me and then also just to be become like part of your friend circle and you part of mine it's just been a highlight and I don't know what I would do without you I am so as Mike would say his work in alignment uh (laughs) with what you just said that's corporate (laughs) stuff guys I don't know any of it because we'll, she's not we'll a circle girl, back. But, we'll circle back yeah. to that alignment. <laughs> we'll circle back to that alignment and we'll TV at the end of uh, this week. Anyway, 
on see on Slack or whatever. Um, but yes, I really feel you. I really feel like this was such a wonderful thing that we did. I whatever it was gonna be, it was just such a great we knew I knew it was gonna be a bop because it's us, but it, you're right, it has really like not only has it gotten us closer, but also like we already were pretty damn close, but we it's gotten us even more closer and we've talked yeah. about so many things here. But I also think there's been a lot of people who have resonated with what we're saying. And also we have used it as a tool during specific times, whether it was the strike, the contract, what's going on in, in the world. Uh, I just felt like, I don't know. I just feel like it's so the time to do it. And I'm glad we did. And I, and I like how we did it. So yeah. I'm really excited for season two and all the things we're going to add and do. And um, I, I love that we were season two. I, I love that we had some monetization options, even though we really need to work on that. But also, we'll, we'll get there. We'll I get love there. that. We'll get there. Sorry, two. we did. We did have. Yeah, we we literally have been monetized, but we're not really. We haven't really, we're not really pulled the trigger it. it's on fine. it. But anyway, we'll it. it's fine. But it's there. Um, but also that we got on all these platforms very quickly, and that I know a lot of people listened and shared, especially the ones that had to do with SAG after stuff. Honestly, was was really. Yeah. important i think because there was a lot of misinformation currently but even just like during the strike it was nice to talk about our my experience currently and then also what's being printed you know like no famous people are on the pickets what's up with that i'm like i just had like seen sarah paulson and like talked to her and I was like, okay i don't know about that yeah um pretty trash so i just think this has been so wonderful and i again my main exciting thing about it is where we're going to go with it yes because sky's and the limit as you were saying this, I completely forgot about another good thing that happened that we were both present for that I that I should have brought up before we we kick off with your finale. Um, when we went to go see Darren Hayes live at <gasps> Town Hall in New York, uh, that was such oh a God. good night. What uh, a what a boo boo! And let me tell you, I've, I've that concert was wonderful. Darren Hayes, former Savage Garden right. lead singer. Um, oh. We got to meet Basically, him. Basically, Savage Garden. We got to meet him. Our photo with him is lost somewhere. I don't know what happened to it. Yep, don't worry um, about don't, don't know where that is. But um, he has had quite a year. He finished that. Um, t- he finished that tour. Went back to Australia, and he was just on the Masked Singer in Australia. I saw and I, that, and I think he won or something. I don't know. I need to do a better deep dive. But, I don't even know what mass singer really is. So uh, I, I know, know that it's, they sang and they have mass on. I don't know how you win. It's fine. I don't, I don't either. Really but but like well, it was so but nice. But I'd watch to meet, his. Totally. It was so lovely to meet a childhood icon and oh inter- my God, yes. have a conversation with him and interact with him and then see him live and do his thing. And it was just so wonderful. And that we got to share in that experience together is just icing. Yeah. Yes, Love. because honestly. It was such a vibe. I cried when he did two beds on a coffee machine because that was really when that, I, even when I was little. That was so hard to listen to, but it's yeah. so beautiful. And it so beautiful. hit me again. I was like, oh, oh like it was God. just so good. He is gifted. Love gifted. him. And also I mean, he now, loved us. So now, he loved us. He loved us. And I hope he comes back to New York and makes good on his promise of going for coffee with us at some point. Um <laughs> calling you out, Darren. <laughs> yeah hi um, but that also there. kind of like and i don't want to i don't want to push your finale out any further but like i no, also went i this year has been so long it feels like five years i'm so tired it has it's been like 20 years so i'm exhausted truly i, I went to yeah. my 
two opening nights on Broadway, which I've never done before in the 18 years that I've lived oh, in New yeah. York. I've never been to an opening night. I got to go to the opening and... night of Sweeney Todd and Shucked. And I also went to the Tony Awards, which That's is us. another mm-hmm. thing that I've never T-T-T. done. <laughs> the TTs. Um, I have that is another thing that I have never been able to do. And two of the shocked opening night and Tony Awards were because of my friend Catherine, who is such a badass follower. It's Catherine Quinn on all platforms. She is a social media marketing brilliant genius person um, on TikTok mm-hmm. in the theater industry. And I learn from her. And yeah. the um, well, that's something we're going to talk about for the new year as well. <laughs> um, but then I also went and saw Sweeney Todd, which was with Josh Groban and Annalie Ashford, and that was amazing. That's fucking awesome. So many firsts. I love everything. Year. I completely yeah, and I was about a those. Groom, I, I was a groomswoman twice twice this year. Twice. So yeah. That's two male two male friends getting married, and I have to say both were incredible. But it was really nice in the second a wedding to wear a full on custom suit. I loved that. You looked amazing. I've never, I've never gotten that ability. I've always like, why am I always like, I'm sometimes, cause I have so many male friends uh, and female friends too, but it's like, I feel like I'm like, if I've been in so many weddings, but I feel like when I have the opportunity to be in a, a groomswoman, I'm always like, give me the option. Come on now. Right. Give me that option. To give me be that like pantsuit. A groomswoman. Yeah. yeah. Give me that realness. But um, it made sense for the first one. Cause I was actually on the bride's side, but I was, in the party, you know, it was it was because yeah. of Drew, who I love immensely. Drew Sigla, um, such a beautiful love, wedding, love, love. one of the most beautiful weddings I've ever been to in my life. Um, but that it was just so much fun. So anyway, yeah, it's like uh, that was fun, you know, just like showing up for friends. Like you're talking about, like some of the stuff you're doing, like the Broadway things with friends. Da-da-da. It's like these weddings were super a bop for me. Sometimes weddings aren't a bop, like at all. But uh, this one was these no fast hard fast. Sometimes they really are terrible. But these two were I have, amazing. I've been very fortunate. I've not been to a wedding that was not amazing. Oh, um, I got lucky. So, not, I've been so knock many. on knock on wood that that uh <laughs> continues. I've been to too um, many. I've been to ones where the dancing wasn't allowed. Like I've well, literally been to a get the fuck one. out. I don't want to get into it. Southern no. bullshit. Anyway. Um. But what a beautiful perfect segue. Speaking of weddings. Sarah Seeds and your your finale uh finale of uh, the year. Look at that. Listener, was, she is showing off the rock. rock that she got. It is so nice. Um, I'm so happy. I Bravo to Mike you know, on this never, on the ring selection. I know he just gorge. killed it. Well, there's a lot of story behind this, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, no, I, I remember you know, all the oh yeah, he told it's it. It's so crazy. Yeah, so his grandfather, his papu, was in, in Greece and there was Nazi occupation coming on in. And he was like anti-fascist. He was like, fuck the Nazis, whatever. And uh, so he was a young guy. As one what should he did be. Is he hung- <laughs> yep. And he was a young guy. Yeah, obviously. Duh. And he went up into the woods. And when the Nazis weren't like invading, he shot a bunch of them from the woods. And he was like, fuck Nazis. Because they were trying to invade and they were dragging people out. And it was really scary. So what happened was some dumb kid or something like told on him or something like that. They were like in the woods somewhere, something happening. I don't know how accurate it's, it is this, but I want to, I don't know if it was a kid or like an adult, but somebody told someone. Yeah. So he was like, he was like, I'm freaked out. So I have to leave. And because he, his parents were loved America so much, they made them dual citizens. So he jumped on a boat to Ellis Island uh, to go to America. He was just like, fuck it. The Nazis are after me. I'm jumping on a boat. Like that was that era where you could just That's jump crazy. on a boat and escape. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like now it'd be like, 
geotag where's her cell phone let's find her you know right <laughs> yeah where'd she put a selfie what, where's she at but he was just like Mm-mm. so he jumped on that boat and on that boat he met uh mike's grandmother uh and super funny because she was like i don't date older guys like she was a fab bitch and he was like oh i'm blank and he was like three years older than he said so he was like i'm not that old no no, no i'm great you'll love me and so then but then of course that came out but they had this like real big thing happening on this boat she had like a fiance back in greece and stuff but she was like oh hell to the no or like there was a guy she was dating somebody like playing mm-hmm. and she was just like oh my god this is what it's like oh bye so um <laughs> they just connected and their marriage is one of the most wonderful ones i've ever seen you know it's like you know we look at your parents and my parents and they're still together there's not a lot of people like that these were like those kinds of peeps where it was like forever and ever and like really good marriage like really dope marriage um so anyway they got into new york and what i love about this ring is it was created it was created in the diamond district in this city in the in the turn of in the 50s so it's that mid-century art deco it's beautiful vibe and it's so special it's nothing like i've ever seen it is so stunning it's so thoughtful but to be honest I have a bone to pick with you because you knew this was happening. I had no freaking idea. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, all those, so if when you guys listen, <laughs> son of a bitch. And um, if you listen to all those episodes, you guys have heard already. And then there's another one coming up after this one, I believe, or I'm not sure um, that uh, we recorded that day. You recorded three episodes of the damn podcast and I had no freaking idea. Yeah. Didn't say you can, me. you you were you were handling me. You were my let handler. It, you just handled known. me. Oh let God. it be known that Edward Miskey can keep a secret <laughs> and execute <Yeah>. a plan. <laughs> and this is why, like, it's I believe in you. I believe way more like your ability to do that. I I already knew that, but now I'm like, wow, this is this this is the oh, yeah. one she's, secret. She's calculated. She's sneaky. And she's calculated. got a little she, locked down Pandora's <laughs> box. Um, but yeah, what kills me is like, ah, uh, he's been planning this for like since the summer of this year actually but it never mm-hmm. because of the strike and because of everything i was so wrapped up in the, or i booked something go out of town or sorry i'm a book gal you know it was like he was like god damn it she booked nothing but it's great but also <laughs> ah, you know ah. um ah! um but he was talking to everyone and it's so funny because uh that day we did our we did our podcast thank god we got dressed up and went to somewhere bougie oh my god, i would yes. be so mad if all these photos were me in some like fucking sweatsuit not that i not that i really dress. look at me right now like i'm hungover, I mean, but right, i'm just you're... like shoulder i love it no no makeup though um but yeah so we went to on the bon uh, the bonifant it's the new um the new restaurant in yeah it used to be the, the new leaf it used to be the new leaf that closed during pandy land yeah. and now it is Pandyland, reopened yeah. as the bonifant not sponsored but it not was lovely it should be yeah we had some good cocktails and food was great we sure did the food was great i still want to go back and get that bread I had that tarragon chicken sandwich, which was so good, but the bread on that sandwich was sick. Fuck, the bread was ridiculous. I I still haven't put that TikTok up. I need to put that TikTok up. You do, and it will happen. But um, I still need to post them on my engagement because I'm just enjoying myself. I I, like have all this stuff. Anyway, so we do that, and then we're eating, having cocktails, and then Mike's like, I'm going to swing by, and then I want to, you know, I have something fun planned because it was our anniversary, so I was like, oh, yeah, that seems normal. Nothing's crazy. Little did I know that when I was texting him and I was like, we were done recording, he was down the block with his mom and brother with the catered food to put in our apartment and with all this thing because he didn't want to cross paths with us as we left. Yeah. So I had no idea. He he made a call sheet. It was very 
you know, this. Call sheet. I, text- I texted him when we left. I was like, we're walking out the door. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, you're my talent wrangler. Like you're like, she's here. Kind of, she's okay, on her she's way. Walking down. She's on her way. So yeah. like, I am such a dumb, dumb that like, I just love all my friends. No, and you're not, you're not a dumb, so dumb. Just, like, you're just that good at it. Yeah, you're okay, good. See, you're just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we have a great relationship. So I'm not always like, what are you planning? You know what I'm right. saying? I'm never like, yeah. Um, so, so I also say that too, because like people are like, how did you not know he was going to do this that day and blah, blah, blah. You're so like aware. And I'm like, well, I also have a really great relationship. So I don't really think like him being nice means something other than, right. And it shouldn't be nice. Uh, like, just, you know why, what I mean? Why are you dating like, people that that's an occasion? <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, like, um, so he was like, yeah, let's go. Okay. So once we divide, parted ways and you had your little story about where you were going, except you were coming right back to my apartment to help. I was coming set up right back to your apartment to help everyone. All you and 15 other people were just like set up everything. Anyway. So, uh, we go, got a, we just got a drink at, um, the bar that was our first date. It's a pub, like across the street, trying public house. And we just sat there and we had some drinks and it was like reminiscing about, our relationship and um it was really nice and then he goes before we you know do anything else before we go on our next thing i had something planned like for dinner some fun thing he's like uh let's go back to the apartment i just want to show you something on the roof because there's this new building that just went up and we haven't really seen it from our roof and let's manifest that we'll move into that gorgeous new building we've been talking about and so i'm like that's great what yes. a great idea what a great idea let's manifest a new up- build <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a new build. So then we get up to the roof almost. And he's like, You need to cover your eyes because it's so beautiful. Let's I want to take you to the perfect spot. And I'm like, great. So I'm like fucking okay. Like, okay, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> and so then then I get there and it was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. My eyes, my hands went away and I saw all the lanterns and the beauty on the oh my roof. God, there were like, 80, 80 paper lanterns. 80. Holy I think there were 80 shit. of yeah, them. I'm, and then Christmas lights, all the white lights. It was so pretty. Oh, it was Gorgina. We have photos and I'll post a thing. By the time this goes up, there'll be a there'll be a whole post. But I also didn't know that Mike's brother, who's also a filmmaker, had filmed the entire thing high res on his hidden tripod. So it's oh, like yeah. recorded well. And there was, was a photographer was on site, friend Dorian. Okay, good. Thank you for that job. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, see, everyone had a job. This is why it's good to have like people in the industry or their friends because everyone yeah. fucking knew what to, was Lindsay like, was producing the, essentially. Yeah, I was like, let's hide the pot, the tripod over here, and I'll press it. And when Mike gives us the signal, <laughs> and <it's> like... <laughs> you guys are so bad. I You're love so it. Funny. And it so, was such a good time. I know you guys are the best because then when when so like I I pull my hands away and I'm like wait a minute wait. then things are like obviously clicking I'm like wait a minute this is yeah this is crazy this is wait, sus. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And what's then happening he, and he's saying to me like yeah sus I'm like sus no he was just like saying really sweet things and just like so any and then when he went to get his hand in his coat I knew he was gonna pull out it just like it all like obviously because I'm not an idiot there's like lamps everywhere and he was gonna get as soon as he went in there i was like oh my god oh my god oh my we're god. yelling like, ah. it was so funny because we were all hidden behind the behind the wall thing at the on yeah the i had no idea you motherfuckers were all there so we then were I'm there like, oh my god, and i heard her be like oh my god are you kidding <laughs> and he, what i love is that i said yes and he's like are you sure like what why did he ask oh that? my god i know because, he was like, like are you we're sure? so emotional and i'm like of course <laughs> Well, and, and I said that he, to him before too. I was like, "Well, at least we know what she's going to say, so that takes the pressure yes. off of that." Like now, let's focus on what we need to do. Yeah, yeah. You and we all knew that. You know, because you're just like adrenaline's like. Um, and then then he yelled. She said yes, and then it was like 
a barrage of like some of my of like pretty much my favorite people just running out from behind all areas of the roof it was so i was so it overwhelmed was so and shocked yeah it was so fucking good and then we good. just partied then we yeah. just partied for a yeah. while it was i was yeah, so drunk it was amazing oh my god i was the not because i i went off to go see a show afterwards uh yeah. Lindsay took me downtown and i went and saw a show but it was Oh my god, it was so fun. It was so such a pleasure to do and it was so hysterical to like see your reaction. It was very sweet. I loved I it. I know. It was so genuine, right? Because you know me. I'm not usually yeah. like, "Oh my god, really?" Like I just was completely t- yeah, like, just like blurry and crying and like everything. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You're I like, I don't usually cry, but rah, rah. and then we had like your family on Zoom and everything. It was so good. Oh, that's right. And then my beautiful fam fam was on a on a you know an iPad, iPad. and yeah. so cute all together way, in the back what porch. A way to my end dad, the my year. mom, my bro. Yeah, and that's the finale. So and we're really excited because I'm really gonna be ending the year as a fiance to woman, a fiance, but also I'm heading to Egypt, Jordan, and then Greece. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm very jealous. excited. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. Dude, we got our tickets back from Greece. We got Emirates tickets. It's going to be so bougie. Yes. Anyway, Emirates is, Emirates is high quality. That's how we're getting back. It was actually the best so deal, which made no sense. And it was a nonstop <laughs> from Athens to New York. So anyway. Perfect. What a way to end it and with some What a way to end it. And listen, yeah. y'all, don't forget about us. We will still be on the interweb mm-hmm. space. Follow us. Be sure to do all the things. And yeah. season two will be coming your way real hot. And it's going to be real slick. And I'm so excited about it because also the things that we have been talking about here are really just a giant snowball into next year and the the things yep. that are coming our way and and subsequently coming your way oh i'm so excited uh-huh. can't talk How about it just you, yet, huh? but <laughs> uh, nda has been signed no, i'm just kidding um, but seriously <laughs> it's no. it's kind of like our Good nda talk. it's kind of like our nda social contract with each other <laughs> yeah we're like don't say don't anything say anything um no, don't say, but yeah, I just, I'm so happy to end this year out with you. We have still so many fun things to do off, off pod. You know, we have to have our Burger mm-hmm, Day mm-hmm. and so many holiday, the holiday realness of New York oh is going to be so wait. iconic. So I truly love New yeah. York and the holidays and I can't wait to get through it. It's going to be love it. wonderful. Well, y'all, yeah. this has been Thanks, guys, for season one, season one of I Want to Be a Rich Bitch. Season Thanks one. for coming along. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see you in the new year. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now um, put the money on the table. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> You're so rich. Uh, pay me. Pay me.